It's the last stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And joining us today is the former IBF super middleweight champion of the world. He is known as Sweet Hands. Caleb Plant is back with us on the last stand. Caleb, it's been a bit. It's good to see you. Welcome back to the last stand. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So first of all, let me just say congratulations on the birth of baby Charlie Lynn. How does it feel to be a father again? Um, it feels good. You know, I, I like to think of myself, you know, you know, that I never stopped being one. But, you know, to have a, a healthy baby girl right now, you know, it feels good. Um, the mom's healthy, strong, baby's healthy, strong. So, I mean, what, what more can you ask for? So, you know, I'm relieved. I'm happy. And um, I'm, I'm feeling extra focused and, and definitely extra motivated. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, listen, you're back in the ring, um, coming off really your only professional loss, which was last November. Really great fight on Showtime pay-per-view uh, to Canelo. What did you learn about yourself in that fight? Biggest lesson you learned coming out of that fight? Um, well, not so much. I don't really feel like I learned too much about myself that I didn't already know, but just getting that experience, you know, that's something that you can't, you can't buy. And um, just being at that level and, um, you know, everything that came with it, um, I felt like I was, you know, well prepared for it. But now that I've gone through it, um, you know, I'll be able to carry that experience with me, you know, into these bigger fights moving forward. So I, I know you've probably watched the fight over, uh, I'm, and I'm sure you watched Canelo fight Bavol. Um what we, what would you've done differently? Hindsight's twenty twenty. What would you've done differently had you get the chance to fight Canelo again? There's a few things that I would do differently, um, but I'm, I'm gonna keep those to myself because you know my plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clear out the rest of the division. I'm gonna get a rematch. So uh, you know, in the rematch, you guys will be able to figure out, you know, and see see what's going on. You, you know, after the, the Canelo fight, uh, some people wrote, even the Tennessean, which is your home newspaper, wrote, and I'm quoting, uh, Caleb is a sublime boxer, but maybe lacks the punching power for the big hitters of the super middleweight division. What's your response to that? I mean, people can say what they want, but, um, you know, in all my fights and in most of the rounds of the Canelo fight, I've thrown more punches and landed more punches than all my opponents. So, uh, you know, if they're supposed to be throwing more punches than me, then why are they standing around looking at me? If I don't hit hard or if I don't hit hard enough, you know, why aren't they just walking through it and, you know, getting the job done, doing what they got to do? You know, against the Canelo fight, um, I was doing great. I was doing good. I got caught with a shot. You know, that happens in big time boxing. Um, you know, two great fighters go against each other. One's going to, you know, probably have to come up short. And uh, that was me this time. Um, like I said, I'll be able to gain. I've gained that experience. I get to take it with me moving forward into these other big fights. And, um, you know, I'm just that much more seasoned. Uh, so now you're back and taking on another former champion. Uh, October 15th, why Anthony Durrell? With the type of fight that I had with Canelo and doing as well as I did, um, you know, I wanted a big fight coming right back. I didn't want to, I could have took a, you know, a no name or just got my feet wet, got back in there and got warm. But, you know, I want to try to carry this momentum. And, um, you know, I wanted to get the biggest name that I could and the biggest fight that I could. And, uh, so, you know, this is what we was able to get. And so... Here we are. Uh, you two certainly have some history because Darrell told the boxing scene, and I'm quoting him, quote, I know he's going to get on his bike and move like he do in every fight. Last thing he wants to do is tangle with the dog. But we got plans for him. We got things to stop him from doing that, end quote. What's your response to that? 
Um, I mean, I think that's just stuff that sounds good for the camera. You know, those are things that he's supposed to say. And, um, you know, he's a dog and, and this and that. But, and, you know, it's things like I'm cut from a different cloth and da 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 da. But, you know, that just sounds good for the camera. I mean, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. He, he's never had one successful title defense. Um, you know, he, he wants to act like this isn't something that I've seen before. You know, I'm just coming off a fight with Canelo and having a great performance. Um, Jose Uscategui would have knocked him out. Uh, you know, Rogelio Medina, Porky Medina would have gave him, you know, a barn burner. So um, it's not something I haven't seen before. And, you know, this yippee that he got going on, that's not something I haven't seen before either. So he can say what he wants to say, act, act how he wants to act. You know, the bell's still going to ring on October 15th, and we, we're still going to find out. Yeah, and, and obviously you guys have some history, and, and apparently it's not pleasant. Uh, because he also told the boxing scene, I'm quoting him again, quote, I think everybody, when we're, we're, when we're not fighting, we're okay. We don't have any ill will against each other. But with Caleb, it's like he's trying to act tough all the time. Like he's too good for everybody. He thinks he's the shit. He's fought one guy and that's it. He irks me. Um, how, do you, how do you reply to that? I don't have no bad blood with him. He's just another dude in my way you know, as far as I'm concerned. So, um, but I don't know what he's talking about walking around tough all the time. I mean, you may not see me walking around the fights, you know, holding hands with everybody and, you know, sharing my popcorn with them. But, um, so I don't know what his deal is. And, you know, I think I'm good or I think I'm the shit. You tell me what good boxer don't think that he's good or think he's the shit. So, you know, I'm sure he thinks he's good. I'm sure he thinks he's the shit. But when I think it, it's different. Can, can, you know what I'm saying? Why? Why? Why is it? Why is it not okay for me to think I'm good or think I'm the man? That don't make no sense to me. So, and even stuff like, oh, I hate him, and I know that's a strong word, but I do. I hate him, and you know, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, you know, that's for him to carry. That's for him to to live with. Um, he's just another dude in my way on getting back to the top of the division. And um, October 15th, I'm gonna teach him a lesson. You uh, now listen. You got yourself a new trainer who happens to be one of my favorites. Uh, and Stephen Breadman Edwards. Talk to me about the change and why Stephen? Yeah, just after the fight, you know, um, some relationships run the course. And um, that's what happened uh, after the last fight. You know, I still have my father with me, still have Coach Wade with me. And, um, you know, now Breadman's on the team working with us and we got great chemistry. We've known each other for a long time. Um, you know, he's a great coach. He, kn he knows a lot of things. Him and the him and my dad get along really well. They they ask for a lot of the same things, a lot of the same things that me and my dad were working on in between, you know, the last fight and this one before Breadman came. As soon as Breadman got here was trying to get me to do the same stuff. And so it was just ironic that my dad had already, you know, had me working on a lot of the same stuff. So um, camp's going great. This is the best camp I've had. Um, we're really only a weekend uh, as far as official camp, as far as eight weeks goes. But me, Breadman, my dad, we've been training hard. We've been working for weeks now. And, um, you know, you're going to see the best Caleb Plant you've seen yet. You, you talked about working some of those new things. Can you can you give us some insight on what Breadman has added uh, to your game where we see you that we say, wow, he's added some dimensions uh, to his game? Yeah, just, um, you know, I'm not going to get too specific, but just, you know, he's got great energy in the gym. And, um, you know, he's from Philly. He's from, you know, one of, if not the fight capital of the world. So, uh, you know, a lot of tricks, um, a lot of tips and, um you know, like I said, a lot of the same things that my dad has been calling for and asking for. And, you know, we just haven't had the chance to work on yet. And now with Breadman, you know, we're doing that. 
And so October 15th, you tune in and um, get the pay-per-view. You're going to find out firsthand. You're going to get to see for yourself, you know, the new and uh, improved Caleb plan. Well, I'll definitely be tuned in on October 15th. Uh, you can bet on that. Uh, and I got to ask you, because I cannot talk to Caleb Plant without asking this question. After Durrell, is your plans to fight David Benavidez? Right after Durrell, my plan is a step to make the biggest fight that I possibly can in the super middleweight division. And if that's with David Benavidez, then that's the fight that I want to make. And if, if for some reason they, he's acting silly, acting funny, because they say a lot of things, but then behind closed doors, it, it's not the same thing that they say. They'll, they'll say that they want to fight knowing that me and them both already got a fight lined up. And then so then mine comes out and then it makes it seem like they want to make it seem like I'm ducking. So if they want to act funny, then I'm going to step right to Charlo and we'll make that fight happen. So I'm not playing with none of these boys. I'm not playing with none of them. I'm going to whoop Darrell, and then I'm going to step right to David or right to Charlo, and we can make either one happen. I love it because I, you, you hit right on it because I was going to follow up. Did you see the tweet that his father had put out saying that we tried to make a deal with Caleb Plant, and obviously he doesn't want to fight us? Yeah, I mean, they had already had a fight lined up with David Lemieux, which was for the intern belt. So, you know, that, that, that fight with me couldn't have been for the intern belt. And he's been crying to fight Canelo. So why would he risk the intern belt to to fight Canelo and fight me when all those fights were already, you know, signed contracts? So, you know, he's just saying stuff for the media. And, um, you know, both of them, they, they lie a lot. So they may have some of you fooled. But, you know, hopefully they ain't got my guy Brian fooled. So. No, not, not at all. All right. Is it your goal to be – the super middleweight champion again, or the undisputed super middleweight champion? Uh, I'm looking to be undisputed, but you don't get there by becoming a world champion first. So uh, I'm looking to uh, clean out the rest of the division, rest of the division, and get my rematch with Canelo. But first things first, I'm fully focused on October 15th against Anthony Durrell. I don't have any other fights on my mind. I don't care about fighting anybody else right now. I'm fully focused on the task at hand. And, um, you know, I'll finish the, the plate of food in front of me and then I'll move on to the next after that. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer. I want to talk to you about our partner, Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. And I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. Athletic Greens doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild, has that tropical taste. But I actually look forward to having it every single morning. So what is this stuff? Well, one scoop of delicious athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Listen, it helps support better sleep quality for you, recovery, and it supports mental clarity and alertness is what I love about it. You know, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits, and it's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself, and it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, uh, vegan, paleo, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is for you, and it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing really in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you may have. So additionally, for every purchase, Athletic Greens is going to donate to organizations 
help to get nutritious foods to kids all across the country who are in need, including No Kid Hungry, which is right here in the U.S. By the way, two years ago in 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million to meals to kids. Now, it is the time to reclaim your health, folks. And all you got to do is arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional a supplement. And listen, once we get into that cold flu season, this is something that you need because just one scoop of water every day with Athletic Greens, and there's no need for the million of different pills or supplements to look out for your health. All you're going to need is Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens wants to give you free a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, you know, Caleb, you know the deal for People who come on, we allow people to submit questions through social media. We got a number of them, so we only just get to a few. Um, Bad Guy on Twitter asks, Demetrius Andrade has expressed interest in fighting you. He's now at 168. You guys have sparred in the past. Is that a fight you want? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever I got to do to get that, um, you know, to clean out the rest of the division, to get my rematch with Canelo, that's what I'm focused on. That's what I want to do. You know, first things first right now, I'm just focused on my fight with Anthony. And, um, you know, I got two other big fights that could be made on the PBC side. But, um, you know, I'm not I'm not turning nobody down. Um, Surge So Sick on Twitter asked the same question I did. After you take care of business with Darrell, will you finally fight Benavidez next? Yes, that's the fight that I want. That's the fight that the fans want. That's the fight that boxing needs. And um, so I'm going to step right to that. And, again, if we can't get it done because, you know, they're acting funny and silly and, you know, want to – you know, go back on this and that um, like they have in the past, then, you know, we'll step right to Charlo and see about getting that fight made. Renee on Twitter asks, do you take what critics say personal, champ? You can use it for motivation, but I don't really take it personal because, you know, nine times out of ten, the people who are, uh, you know, talking down on you, they, they haven't been in your shoes. They're not doing what you're doing. You know, I'm sure you got people like that. Even when you run, you know, people who feel like that they could do what you do better or, you know, be better or should be in your shoes, should have a show. But, you know, if you could, then why ain't you? So um, anytime, yeah. you know, what, what Nick Saban said, if uh, you want everybody to like you, then sell ice cream. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use <laughs> that. You're not going to be like that. That's just how it's going to be. So. Okay, Caleb Plant, we've come to the end of this show. We call this segment The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. You know, Anthony Durrell says, I hate him talking about you. I really do. He has no speed. Uh, all he has is speed, no power. He needs to come back down to reality. What do you think about Anthony Durrell? He's a clown. <laughs> do you think, because you're fighting on this pay-per-view card, we'll see a new and improved Deontay Wilder on October 15th? Absolutely. I believe so. I believe so. Mm. 
in your opinion, Canelo or Triple G? Who wins that fight? I believe Canelo wins. Hmm, okay. Uh, is Canelo Alvarez the best super middleweight in boxing right now? I think he's, you know, he's undisputed, so he's proven that and he's earned that right, so. Love it. Will you stop Anthony Durrell on October 15th? That's a plan. That's a plan. Like it. Last but not least, this is really important. Caleb, will Charlie Lynn Plant be a boxer or a track athlete? Um, <laughs> it depends on who you're asking, really. Are you asking me or are you asking me? <laughs> um, no, I mean, whatever she wants to do in life, you know, as long as she puts her heart in it and gives it her all, she can be whatever she wants and does whatever she wants. Um, I'm sure, you know, I speak for you as well. When I say that uh, she'll have, uh, she, you know, you know she'll have supporting parents and whatever she wants to do. So if that's track, if that's boxing, whatever it is, as long as she puts her all into it, then you know we're gonna be right there. Yeah, you're right. She's got two great parents and two really athletic parents as well. Uh, he is the former super middleweight champion of the world, and he's back uh, October 15th on pay per view. Sweet hands, Kayla Plant, my brother. It's always good to see you. I wish you nothing but the best on October 15th. And I say it all the time. Hey, boxing is always good when we got great fighters like you back in the sport. Appreciate you. Thank you so much, my guy. Absolutely. That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you some of the biggest names in the sport like Caleb Sweet Hands Plant. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.